Your Locked On Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Canucks. Happy Friday. Today's episode is brought to you by the top 50 NHL players list on the Locked On NHL podcast. Who are the season's top 50 NHL players? Find out on the Locked On NHL podcast when Joe DiBiase, Mike DiStefano, and Rachel Donner reveal the top 50 players as voted on by our local experts across the Locked On NHL network of podcasts. Subscribe to the Locked On NHL podcast on YouTube and turn your notifications on so that you'd never miss an episode. I'm your host, Lachlan Irvin, uh, from the Lock in the Crease blog, I guess. Uh, today's Today we're going to be spending a little bit of time, uh, just a little bit of time talking about the Quinn Hughes and Elias Pettersson update, uh, contract situations and uh, how that's going. Just a few notes on that because really we're two weeks out from the start of training camp, of NHL training camp, and or at least in that realm, we're in that area, and it feels like uh, there's, it feels like we have to wait until we get to that point. Uh, until we get those contracts signed and sealed uh, before anything, uh, for any any big news to come out for Vancouver. There, this is this is what we're waiting on. We're very much waiting on what's going on with Hughes and Pedersen. And not much is going to change about the team and what kind of stuff we can talk about in regards to the team until that gets done. Um, so we're going to spend a short while talking about some new info dropped by Elliot Friedman yesterday, and then we're going to do a player profile on Bo Horvat, uh, today as well. So first things first, Elliot Friedman, uh, yesterday dropping a little notes, uh, a little, like NHL notes article on sportsnet.ca, uh, goes over a bunch of things about, uh, of course, like Jack, the Jack Eichel situation in Buffalo, uh, trade requests by Elia Mikheyev stuff regarding Tom Tomas hurdle for on the sharks. Uh, but one of the notes he included in there was, uh, was, was as follows quote. I think there's been more progress on Quinn Hughes than Elias Pettersson in Vancouver. I do wonder if Pettersson is waiting to see where Krill Kaprizov's contract comes down in Minnesota. That is an interesting little piece of information specifically because if you haven't been paying attention to the wilds, contract negotiations with Kirill Kaprizov. It hasn't been going particularly well, um, but it's understandable why Pedersen is waiting at that point. Uh, Kaprizov is a little bit older, uh, but is the is also a the current Calder Trophy winner for league's top rookie, uh, but he is, an, he is a very good measuring stick for what Elias Pedersen means to the Canucks, specifically because of the way that Kaprizov really changed the wild and the style of hockey that they play and their ability uh, at score for scoring goals. Uh, a lot of that changed with Kaprizov and his, and his arrival in Minnesota. And that really fits the mold of what happened with Pedersen here in Vancouver. He was a, a great player that came in and just revitalized the Canucks offensive uh, ability, abilities. And and so it's it's it makes sense that that's where they're looking for. Now, the problem is that everyone's kind of seems to be playing a little bit of like chicken and who's going to who's going to get out of the way first and just get make their contract happen because I believe there's another contract situation also going on Brady Kachucks in Ottawa who and they're also kind of all three of those players that kind of seem to be waiting on one of the other two to sign their contract first 
so that they can see where they where their market share is at. And yet at the same time, the Canucks have are in a different spot than say Ottawa and Minnesota are because they also have to do deal with Quinn Hughes. Now, we've talked on the show in the past before, many like many times, that it makes sense that Hughes' contract negotiations are progressing at a quicker rate than Pedersen's. He is more likely to get the longer term, higher cap amount, higher amount of money in term possible uh, as a defenseman than a forward, than a young forward as Pedersen would get. So it makes sense that his contract is closer to getting done. It's still not, doesn't seem to be close, but closer anyway. And that, and you makes you it makes you wonder just how much money is going to be left over for Pedersen uh, when this is all said and done. Um, but now, but now you have and now you have to wait on Kaprizov and Kachuk to potentially get their contracts done as well. They're now again those two teams are in a bit of a different spot as well. Not just with the amount of uh, not having another big name player to get done, uh, but also. A, but also the fact that they have probably more cap space. They just generally have more cap available to them right now than the Canucks do. The Canucks are very much in a spot where these are the last two guys they can sign. I believe the Wild have a little bit of room for to add another contract in there if they so chose. And Ottawa is nowhere near the is the is completely under the salary cap uh, the salary cap floor right now uh, with until they get Kachuk signed. So you it's in the wild are pretty close to it themselves. It's not going to it's not going to be the same situation here. Um but Pedersen is probably going as as we said before Pedersen is probably going to come in at a bridge deal. It's probably going to be closer to that 3 year mark uh for as much money as they can possibly give him. I believe with the amount of money that uh that will come out of Michael Furlan's contract and uh how and uh how much they are going to give to uh, Quinn Hughes likely right out of the gate. It's, I believe it's going to, yeah, it's going to leave, a, it's going to leave about uh, six or 7 million over for Pedersen, which is again, a, a, a discount considering what he's capable of. Uh, but it's, of course, that's the bridge deal until they can kick the can down the road another couple years. We're going to talk about Bo Horvat in our upcoming Canucks player profile. But first, I need to talk to you about betonline.ig. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest open now at BetOnline. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% off welcome bonus uh, by using the promo code locked on. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports from football, basketball, boxing, hockey, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for all the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle, and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part? There's no annual contract. 
So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. There's another Canucks player who's been in the news lately, and that is Bo Horvat for ver- for all good reasons. Uh, he recently, Ian McIntyre of Sportsnet, put out an article uh, talking to Bo Horvat where Bo uh, encourages people to go out and get the COVID-19 vaccine. Of course, we've spent a lot of time uh, over the last few sh- weeks talking about COVID and the NHL's plans uh, for this season, as well as the local government's plans for uh, letting people go uh, attend Canucks games this se- this regular season and how the vaccine the vaccination programs will impact those those will impact that and uh, recently Bo Horvat was asked about the the vaccination of course the Canucks know a lot about it uh, having gone through the COVID outbreak last season and he and uh, and uh, Horvat was very was very encouraging about going out and getting it. Uh, Quote, considering everything that's gone on, there's obviously different situations that people get put in and they can be vaccinated or not. But for me, if you're able to get vaccinated, I think you should. I've had COVID before and it's no joke. This vaccine works and it's helping people not get sick. I got vaccinated right away as soon as I could. So I encourage everybody to go get it. I think it'll be it'll get the world back to normal. Hopefully guys realize that and go get vaccinated for everybody's safety and health and their family's health. And then he and then he mentions about last year with the outbreak. Uh, no team in the league, maybe a couple others, know what having COVID is like, like we do, and our families and our kids do. To protect all of them, I encourage everybody to go do it. Hopefully, everybody does. And that's that's leadership. Like that's good leadership. Um, you know, sometimes captain. What makes someone a, a captain on the ice? You you wonder. You you always worry that maybe that that. Uh, that captaincy and uh, those responsibilities don't ha- don't always translate off of the ice, uh, and it's and it becomes just a more of a ceremonial sports thing. What Bo's doing so f- uh, or by staying stuff like that is that's true leadership. Like that's good. That's a true captain who's not only using his platform uh, for good and for good as uh, not just in his own locker room. He's also doing it in in for the for the greater population and for the for the fan base. So that's good to see. that's good to hear from him. But we're going to spend this time now talking about his his talking about his on ice play in our new Canucks player profile. Um obviously last year was Bo's second season as captain and arguably his and def- almost certainly his toughest. Uh he played in all but he did play in all 56 games. He finished 4th in team scoring and was voted team MVP by the fans. Um, that was a bit of a contentious uh, uh, debate. I think a lot of people, like including myself, felt that Thatcher Demko maybe de- maybe deserved that honor a little bit more. But it's a fan voted award. It's not it's not something to lose any sleep over. So overall, Horvat was a very was a was a was a consistent presence for the Canucks. During the course of last season, he was routine. He was he often was one of the players uh, who who was interviewed post game as a, as a captain as a captain often is. But the reason I mention that is simply because of the fact that, of course, Zoom interviews were the only way to talk to players. You only got a certain number of the, you only got a certain amount of them each each time. 
So it it was all the more important that Horvat was out in front of the media as often as he was. Now he's at a now he had 39 points last season. He was on pace for about where he normally sits. Uh, his best scoring season came in 2018-19 when he had 61 points. Uh, last year he was probably he might have been able to top that in 20 or sorry in 2019-20 when he had 53 games in the 69 in 69 games. Of course, the pandemic pause throwing those scoring totals out of whack. But around that 50-60 point area is where Horvat was going last year until uh, had the season not been a 56 game year. And part of that is due to the fact that we're, we're coming to the point with, uh, with Bo Horvat where we finally have really stabilized what he's, what he's able to do for a long time. Horvat was needed to be the Jack of all trades, uh, centerman. He was not only was he the offensive leader, he was also going to be, uh, playing a bunch of time as a shutdown center, he was going to be he had to be defensively responsible and worry about scoring the scoring goals uh in a lot of years in his very early in his career he was one of the few young guys who could score consistently that they had uh but now he's at a point where this year he's going to be able to focus on putting the puck in the net rather than defensive responsibility specifically in regards to player in regards to the additions of Jason Dickinson to the lineup, uh, being able to take some of those defensive responsibilities away from him and not have to be matched up against the toughest first line players. As often he'll be able to take advantage of playing against third and third and fourth lines a little more often, especially in, uh, in home games. Uh, another thing that's really changed for Bo Horvat over the cor- over the course of his career is his line mates. He has never really had consistent line mates up until very recently when he was uh, put alongside Tanner Pearson uh, after the tra- after the trade deadline back in 2019. He has made the most of it with Tanner Pearson over a course of that time. Uh, last year, they added Nils Hoaglander to the mix, and they became a very consistently good. Uh, second line. They were a very good point getter for the majority of the the regular season last year. They're and arguably, arguably they're they're yeah they're most reliable defensive line or offensive line. Excuse me for mo- for most of last season. And this year, his line mates are going to probably change a little bit more. Hoaglander is probably going to stay on that second line, but Tanner Pearson likely going down to the third line and being replaced by Connor Garland. If the, if things go play out the way that they're supposed to, I firmly believe that not only are, are we going to see uh, Bo Horvat's numbers increase, as his numbers, uh, his offensive numbers increase alongside uh, Garland and Hoaglander this year, I think he's going to reach a career high. I think he's going to be able to score a whole lot more simply because he's not going to have to be so focused on, say, potentially playing ho- playing hockey against the the first line like if they're playing Edmonton normally it used to be that Horvat got lined up alongside Connor McDavid quite often simply because of the fact that he was one of their most reliable uh center center pl- forwards in his own end and he was they were he was quick enough to keep up it made it made but it, that came at a cost of not of him not being able to to score as much as he as he probably can this year, it's going to be much more. It's going to be a much different scenario. A lot of the decisions the Canucks made this offseason, whether on purpose or not, have had in inadvertently are going to take a lot. Are going to make 
Bo Horvat's workload a lot easier. It's going to be much easier for him to focus on playing on the power play, being an offensive force that he can't that he can be. And it's going to, and in a way, it might help improve his defensive numbers as well. Like he just because he's not going to be playing as many nights against the the stiffest competition means he might be able to uh, he might be able to get a uh, keep the uh, be able to improve on those numbers as well. I think it's very likely that you're going to see Bo Horvat come out and have a career year. I think he's going to be able to not only ma- he's going to be able to pass his own point to his own career high, and uh, above all, I think he's going to uh, be a huge. Ki- uh, he's going to help set the tone for this Canucks team in the early parts of the season and really uh, get them focused back on making the playoffs this year. A lot of this uh, division is looking very different, and he's and I think he knows that he can help. He can lead this team to uh, to a playoff spot again, like they did, like he did uh, in his very first year as captain back in 2019-20. When we come back, we're going to have a quick thought on another Pacific Division uh, team and a recent signing they made. But first, I'm going to tell you about Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. I am currently borrowing a car for school, and I recently noticed that the that one of the front lights is out. So I am you better believe I've been looking on rockauto.com to potentially get some parts to get a new light, a new light for the front of the car I am borrowing. They have everything you could need from tail parts to from brake parts to tail lamps to motor oil and even new carpeting. They're a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years, and their prices are reliably low for every customer. Uh, you can save plenty of time and money when using Rock Auto by going to rockauto.com and seeing all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. I'm somebody who likes to snack during the day, and recently I've been trying to make an effort to uh, eat healthier when I do have snacks, and that's why I'm really excited to talk about Built Bar. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, and they have so many great flavors for you to try, from things like raspberry, mint brownie, orange, and salted caramel. And if you haven't tried all their flavors, you can get a mix box where you get two of each of their nine flavors. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're healthy too, ranging from only four to five grams of net carbs and calories ranging from 130 to 180 per bar. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team, and you can order today and get their grasshopper cookie flavor or whatever else you like by going to Built.com and using the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off of your next order. That's Built.com, where for 15% off of your next order with LOCKED15. One last thing to talk about before we get out of here for today uh, is the Calgary Flames. Now, normally this is not a Flames show. This is not, uh, there's another show on this network that you can go check out for Flames stuff, but we're going to spend a second on them simply because of two recent signings they made. The first one being a couple days ago, uh, announcing that they had added former Canuck Brad Richardson uh, for eight, for with an $800,000 one year deal. And that of course plays into the whole Calgary Canucks thing. Of course, they've signed a lot of Canucks over the last season and for the last season and a half. Um, but then another one came out today. Another signing was announced today. Eric Goodbranson is, is a Calgary flame as of today. 
uh, on a one-year deal worth $1.95 million uh, for this one, for one season, uh, adding to their list of former Canucks playing in Calgary. Now, here in Vancouver, we're very familiar with Erica Branson's work. Um, it's 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 a uh, it's an interesting it's an interesting t- uh, history with Erica Branson to say the least. And I will say Calgary is making some odd choices. I don't understand why they would want Erica Branson. He is not a very good defenseman. Um, it's it's but. As far as the Canucks are concerned, this is, a, again, this is the case of why we talked about the Canucks making the playoffs, even after they finished uh, dead last in the North Division last year. Um, the, they're going into a arguably much weaker division in the Pacific. And a lot of teams this offseason have arguably made themselves weaker over the course of the last of uh, this offseason. Uh, the, uh, the Oilers have spent a lot of money to get a little bit, to get just a little bit better in some areas and a bit worse in others. Um, Calgary has really taken a step back. A lot of teams are rebuilding. There's very, there's a wide open amount of space between say Vegas and everybody else. The Canucks are in a spot where they're arguably on paper, the second best team in the Pacific. And that's not saying much, but that it, but that does tell you that the Canucks are in a really good spot where they could potentially make the playoffs. And if teams keep making decisions like Calgary has been making of late, they might be able to walk right over a few teams right into home ice advantage in the first round of the playoffs. But we shall see as we get closer to training camp in the regular season. This has been the Friday episode of Locked on Canucks. Sorry, this went up a little bit later in the day. We had a few things to take care of uh, for over the course of today. Hopefully you don't mind and this becomes your drive, your home, your drive home uh, show rather than your uh, your morning your morning drive in show like it normally is. Of course, we do this every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday leading up to uh, late September when we get into the Monday the Monday to straight to Friday schedule five shows a week. I am your host Lachlan Irvin. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Lock in the Crease. You can follow the show's Twitter at Locked On Canucks. And if you enjoyed the show, make sure to check out Locked On Bets. Betting on the NHL doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you next week. Take care.